In a world with terrible movies, four friends compete against each other to watch the worst of the worst. After seeing the movies, they come together and review them for your pleasure. Who saw the worst movie? What did they think of it? Was it really that bad? The challenges are different every week, but Andre, Mike, Mitchell, and T-Dog have to have their wits about them. No one wants to see a bad movie, so to be forced to is the worst thing imaginable. Can they stay off the loser board and not have to see a bad movie? Or will it be their time to lose this week? The answer to these questions and more are Game for a Movie! Hello and welcome to the third episode of Game for a Movie. I am your host, Mike Butanic. I am joined by... Mitchell. And Andre. And apparently not T-Dog. No, T-Dog is... T. Conspicuously Dog. absent. Uh, do we do we have any reasoning? Uh, or we'll, we'll give you, the audience at home, a chance to play along. We have three excuses <laughs> for where T-Dog is. You can use the hashtag G4AM on Twitter or Facebook... <laughs> Uh, which is Game for a Movie, G4AM, hashtag. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> um, Mitchell, I will let you choose the first excuse. Where is T-Dog tonight? Well, I mean, I'm going to steal the one that we were talking about before this show, and he has explosive diarrhea. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You know, he has a weak stomach, honestly. You yeah, know? It, did, it did seem like it, mm-hmm. yeah. Are they, we breaking this down like a pregame show for like a football game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes a lot of sense given his backstory and his eating habits, you know? Frankly, uh, I see it makes a lot of sense. So he's trying to avoid his manager, so he's going to do a curl route. <laughs> <laughs> It just explodes all over that defensive back. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh Jesus. No. Oh, gosh. All right, so, Andre, where do you think T-Dog is? You know, I'm going to go grimdark here, and I think he's on trial for murder. <laughs> he's living a triple on life right now. trial for murder. This okay. is why he decided to not disclose his identity uh, oh, on, yeah. this, on this podcast, because he knew that the trial was imminent. So, okay. Uh, his real name's not T-Dog? No, his, his real name's not T-Dog. Oh, you didn't wow. know that? Yeah, Dude, he told me in comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, wow. I'm yeah. going to... His I'm... real name is Kevin. Uh, oh. So, yeah, sorry. Are you allowed to say that? I am. Oh, I, I guess I shouldn't. I, T-Dog. You know. I, or well, Kevin, I'm sorry. Kevin, hope you get away with murder or you heal from your diarrhea. Or, as my theory states, uh-huh. he was never really here. He was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> Whoa. So I hope you become alive again. The real T-Dog was the podcast we made along the way. Oh. 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 Okay. Good job, Kevin. <laughs> You played us. <laughs> Damn you, Kevin. <laughs> uh, we've got some gems of movies in store for you today. Uh, Mitchell, you're going to lead us off <laughs> after you finish choking. <laughs> Dude, let me pour one out to Kevin or T-Dog real quick. Goodness. Um, so, my movie is not funny at all. Um <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for leading the way. <laughs> it is... Um, a beautiful foreign film from Poland. Uh, so please stop me. Uh, it's called Cold War. Mm, um, okay. It is actually my favorite foreign film. And the reason why that's notable this year is because Roma has been getting all the love 
its favorite to win the Oscar, not only for Best Foreign Picture, but for Best Picture. And I, for my money, Cold War is the superior movie. Mm. Oh. And that is a hot take. I yeah. think. In the yeah. Oh, yeah. Conte. You're is saying that's... this is your favorite favorite foreign film this year, you're saying? Or... Yeah, um, and granted, my foreign film knowledge is really limited. Sure. Uh, but this is definitely, for last year, it was definitely for my last favorite. Year, yeah, right. okay. Yes. Gotcha. So definitely my favorite. It um, was nominated for the Palme d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival, which is where it premiered. Its director won Best Director at that film festival. Yo. And he was also nominated for Best Director at the Oscars, which is oh. a huge deal because no one saw his nomination coming, mm. but right. everyone thought Bradley Cooper was going to get nominated, but he did not. I so don't think lot. Bradley Cooper should have been nominated. Yeah, get the fuck out, Bradley is that, Cooper. No, easy. Is easy. that a hot take? <laughs> I will say this. Bradley Cooper, for my money, I, one, really enjoyed A Star is Born. I thought it was well-directed. Mm. Bradley Cooper adapted the script, learned how to play guitar, Got Lady Gaga to actually turn in an Oscar-worthy not- sure, uh, yeah. uh, performance. That's fair. And, at the end of it all, put together a really successful movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the man's talented, say, no doubt. I don't know, like... Uh, should he have been nominated? That's of course debatable, but I think he was worthy. Like if there were six spots, see, know. I think he, I think he should have been nominated for actor, like learning guitar, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, that, and uh, singing. Yeah, but mm-hmm. my issue more so is with directing because yeah. this movie has been adapted seven times. Sure, like right. it's You're it's. Right. It's not hard to adapt this particular movie. Uh, I will challenge you on that. So I okay. watched the Judy Garland and the Barbara Streisand version. Okay. They're all different. So they're definitely made for their own generation. They had the similar beats of the main events happening in the yeah. story. Um, but in terms of, I mean, for example, the very first one was a silent era movie. Not the Judy yeah. Garland one, but before. Oh, yeah. That was about acting. And then it became more about, uh, so it still turned into movie making and acting with Judy. And then it became about singing with uh, Streisand. Anyway, it definitely evolved and became its own thing. And it produced one of the top songs in 2018, which can't be overlooked as well. I mean, it really hit the zeitgeist in a way I wasn't expecting when I initially saw it. So Okay, um, I can't say much. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really say anything. (laughs) I'm just saying. No, no, no. I can't. I I have. Wow, that was a hot take. (laughs) Yeah. He should not be nominated for Best Director. Yeah. He hadn't seen the movie. I don't care. I can hear That was amazing. awesome. I loved it. That was yeah. amazing. That was the best take of the podcast. That was that was an ultimate plot twist, honestly. <laughs> the big reveal. Kevin could be dead for all I know. <laughs> yeah, right. That would not be as shocking as that take. You know, one of these days I'm, I'm going to have to watch the bad movie, and I'll go on this 20-minute rant, and then I'll just say, well, well I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But... <laughs> Anyway, like distract. Sorry, I was just saying. I feel like it's it's more so uh, he shouldn't be best director just because he adapted from something that's been done. Sure, sure, sure. That's really that was my argument. It wasn't about the movie itself. It could be great for all I know. I was very impressed with his uh, with the direction of the film. Anyway, Cold um, War. Cold War. Cold War. Very impressed by this movie as well. Mm. So just a brief synopsis of it. It is uh, at the same time a love story, a classic Hollywood love story, shot in black and white. You definitely get a lot of Casablanca feels to it. And then at the same time, you have the political overtones uh, that was a part of Eastern Europe after the wake of World War II. So after it's done, uh, you're talking about Russia really trying to expand its sphere of influence with communism. Hmm. And uh, that obviously seeped into Poland, which is where this movie takes place. 
Um, I'm going to look over some names. Okay. And... <laughs> yeah, as I noticed you whipped up. I was like, oh, he's going to need the Wikipedia archer for this one. I am only going to say the director's name, Paweł mm-hmm. Palukowski. Okay. okay. That sounds Polish. Yeah, that sounds yeah, about right. You got a ski. Right, yeah, got a ski in there. Yeah. He won uh, Best Foreign Picture at the Oscars back in 2014, I believe. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he is uh, known for making high-quality films in Poland already. Uh, but the one thing about this film that really took me back was the cinematography itself, nice. which it's also nominated for, okay. which it's also going to lose to Roma, by the way, which really pisses mm. me off. Mm. But what? that's the thing I've heard. Well, that's the one I'm like, OK, Roma had good cinematography. Yeah. OK. And and I think legitimately Roma should win for that. OK. It was digital black and white. This was film. Yeah. So the celluloid look, it's amazing. Mm. And it does a lot of classic tricks when it's uh, composing its shots. Because it's black and white, they could hide things easier when it comes to mirror shots. Okay. There's one in particular that is absolutely jaw-dropping at the beginning. Nice. And then there is this beautiful handheld shot that follows the main actress as she's dancing uh, through a song during uh, when she's at a club with okay. the main guy. Nice. And it is absolutely well choreographed. It shows the tension between their love at the moment in that in the uh, uh, story. And it's just a beautiful scene. Nice. Anyway, <clears throat> to get into the actual plot and why I love this so much. So because of the, the uh, political overtones, as I was telling Andre before the show started, the main driving point is these two can't stay together for long. They're always in love, but because of outside pressure, their love goes in and out. Mm. And one of the biggest turning points in the movie, you're introduced to these two. They fall in love pretty quickly after mm-hmm. meeting because they're essentially a touring uh, choir okay. that goes around singing Polish songs. He's more of a director. She is a performer. And they meet during the audition process. Classic love story, as we know. Yeah. And once they get to Paris, um, it's it, it's become very apparent that their Polish group is going to be co-opted by Russian politics and will soon become propaganda Mm. for Russia and thus making Poland more communist than it is. He is anti-communist. So what he says is, hey... As you should be. Probably. 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 That's probably a good take. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he he sets up a rendezvous. They're on the train to Paris and he's like, hey, we got to meet here after the concert and we're just going to stay in France. And... Uh, they share this passionate kiss, and she says, I'll meet you there. She does not meet him there. <gasps> After the concert, he leaves, waits, and it's a beautiful scene where it's cross-cutting between her and him, and he's waiting by this alleyway, which seems like hours. Oh, no. Mm. Snow starts to fall, and he leaves. Uh, flash forward five years later. Okay. And she's back in Paris with this same touring group, and... They reconnect, and that's where the movie really takes off. Okay. Now, the tension between their love is what I uh, found so appealing about it. They went over not only the emotional stuff in terms of, you know, in terms of the sex, in terms of the uh, general appeal that these two have. These are classically gorgeous people. Mm. Um, but it's also it also shows the, the, the murkiness of it all. Huh, okay. okay. And the... And I guess it's definitely a driving point for the political nature of Cold War, where you're talking about ideologies that conflict, um, but they're held by two people who, at their very core, love each other. 
So you get this tension, you get the jealousy, you get the irrational thoughts about the other, Mm -hmm. you get cheating at some points. Now, it's all these different things, but at the end of the day, they always find their way back to each other. This is a story that takes place over 15 years. Jeez. It happens in 90 minutes. Which wow. I think that's, is an accomplishment. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so does it does it feel rushed at it all? It never or? feels rushed. It wow. is the most economic storytelling that I've seen in a feature length film in a very long time. Yeah. Okay. That's that's impressive in of itself. I yes. Feel like. And this guy and this girl are willing to change each other's lives in and out for fifteen years to the point where because the guy defected from Poland, when he tried to go back and see her again, this is like year. 10 or 12 into the movie mm-hmm. um, he is put into a camp where he's basically tortured mm, and is. it's incredible she gets him out it's like all these different things that happen it is such a plot driven movie that has a lot of action that you don't see on screen but the aftermath which is what this movie is about it's the aftermath of World War 2 this okay. is the aftermath of big sequences in, the, in um this relationship and how people deal with it. Mm, right. um, and it's hitting all the main notes of the big moments and how these people handle it late. And as I told Andre before, the ending is pretty depressing. Oh, <laughs> now, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a Polish piece of work without it being super I'm depressing. Start, I'm starting to see all your movies are ending a little depressing. <laughs> Look, man. Um, yeah, Beale Street Could Talk was a, little, it was a little depressing, but there was some hope at the end. There was no hope. At That's the end of Cold War, Oof. there's no and, hope that there will, they shall not grow old. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people died in that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but I will say this: uh, outside of the ending, which I want to be on the record of saying I did not like. Okay. Um, I felt the motivation for that particular action. I don't want to spoil it, but for that particular action that was taken by the couple, I felt was very out of left field made no sense like, there was no lead it. up to it or there was no there was nothing i mean okay. at, at the end of the day they just wanted to be with each other okay that may have been the only thing that you would have thought okay that makes sense hmm. and as i was saying before the director who did a fantastic job may have also been reading romeo and juliet at the time and thought, <laughs> wow that what a dynamic way of ending a love story <laughs> and decided to bring that to the big screen yep. so um fantastic and i will say this one more thing i love movie stars so much and okay. There's something to be said about someone who just owns the screen immediately once they're on for the first time. And at the beginning of Cold War, um, it's a beautiful symphony of music that you're hearing of all these people essentially auditioning to be a part of this touring group. Right. And um, it's, you know, meeting people in villages and through like 10 minutes, you don't know who the main characters are yet. You're just being introduced to this world. And I will tell you, I knew immediately who the star of the movie was once she was on screen. That's cool. And it wasn't because she was singing. It was her talking to another girl before an audition. And it was the way she carried herself in the conversation, the spunk. Okay. Um, It was something absolutely magnetic and charismatic. The guy is a classic Hollywood-looking dude. He's a complete movie star. Right. She is definitely beautiful. Not Probably not in a classic way. But she is definitely mm. beautiful, but the way she commanded your attention when nice. she was on screen was absolutely amazing. I hope she gets auditions for American films if she speaks English. Um, and mm. I do not want to pronounce I was going to ask, is this, uh, is this uh, all in Polish? Or? Uh, Joanna Kulig, if I'm saying that even remotely correct. Sure. Um, but anyway, um, the dynamic between the two is amazing. The story keeps you going. Mm. It's only 90 minutes long. 
and the cinematography is just something to feast your eyes on if you're into cinema like I am. Gotcha. You said so. This is on. Yeah. This is on actual film, basically. This, or? So this was shot on film. Okay. Yep. Um, and then I was able to see it in a theater. So we got the full projection. It was shot in a four by three aspect ratio. So if oh, I'm getting okay. really into oh, this, wow. Uh, it was purposely shot as that. At least I interpret it as a way of. Uh, this is definitely a look back at the past. Back. Exactly. Okay. This okay. is recalling. This was. Uh, because the director came out and said a lot of the story is based on his parents' relationship. Mm. So it's almost like the director remembering his parents' relationship if he was able to be a fly on the wall. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, anyway, beautiful movie, Cold War, my favorite foreign film of 2018. Roma's great, sure, I guess. T- it was boring as hell and two and a half hours long. You're basic if you like Roma. <laughs> Jeez. Alfonso All right, guys. is a master. I'm not going to put him down. <laughs> yes. I thought Cold War was an engaging movie from start to finish. Nice. Cool. All right, so what's your rating then? I'm going to give it a solid four out of five. Damn, you always catch me with that. Yep. I never know. See, I, have oh, I, that. I have to play that. I have to play that. This like, is why I love I was literally this. sitting in my th- in my movie like, what the fuck am I going to rate this out of? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. you got to think that way. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, four out of five poems. Oh. Poetry plays a role in it. So okay. In the middle. Okay. I'm gotcha. glad to hear that it wasn't like Sickles. So oh, like, God. <laughs> the, uh, you know, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, four or five. Hey, we're in Russia. Communism. That's yeah. <laughs> communism. Yeah. Cold War. Go out and see it if it's available here, local area, which I guess it was a little rough for me. Yeah. <laughs> so you see all these majestic movies and everything like that. Let's take a step down. <laughs> Andre, what did you see this well, week? Well, you see, I also saw a foreign film of sorts. Uh, no, it actually wasn't foreign. Uh, I saw Aelita Battle Angel. I mean, Christoph Waltz? I mean, Christoph I guess Waltz. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. It, well, by the foreign angle, I was, I was, it's based off of a Japanese manga. Uh, we got Rodriguez. Direct- <laughs> we got Rodriguez directing. What a line delivery! A Japanese manga. Yeah, it's a classical, you know, <laughs> mid '80s schlocky, pulpy action manga. Okay. Oh, it's that old. Yeah, mid '80s. Yeah, yep. okay, wow. Oh yeah. Oh, and it feels like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, good to know. No, in a, good, in a good way though. Oh, I, like, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Okay, so I should say I come from a little background here. So yeah, this is I lead a bell angel. This is made by. This is apparently was like a passion project. Okay. By uh, James Cameron. James Cameron yeah. He's had the rights to Alita. Yeah. It's based off of an old, old manga, old comic right. book series from like he's had it for like twenty years or something like that. Yeah. And this, he just got he basically I didn't know it was that long, but yeah, I knew he had yeah, it for a while. He had yeah. a script going around for a while. Like uh, this movie was really fascinating to me, so I looked into it a little bit. And yeah, so like it's 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 Raul Rodriguez joint and yep. um. Joint. I love that word. I yes, love that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. Like now everything directed. It's Robert Rodriguez. Joint. Well, it feels yeah, <laughs> but he has, like joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's the OG. That's the OG, yeah. Um, yeah. So James Cameron is a producer, though. Yes. Yeah, he's the producer to in it. To be clear. Um, Money, throw it. Yes. yes. No, this movie had <laughs> way more of a budget than it had any right to have, okay. I guess. Uh, Neither for bug eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, okay, off the top, like, every, if people have seen this trailer, it's the one with the super large, weird, uh, uncanny value is the right term, because it's not uncanny. It's, 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 it's the exact opposite of that, but whatever. Weird, large bug eyes that kind of take you out of it. I wasn't bothered by it. It took me two minutes, and uh, I was cool. You Is know? she the only one in the film? 
so so I guess we'll go into minor spoilers here. It's not a huge thing, but she's so she's like a she's a full like battle cyborg basically from a long battle from like a hundred years ago in the plot, right? So like a battle angel. A battle angel. Yeah. Battle so, angel. So, one yeah. Might say. yeah. Yeah. So she's but like she's like the last of her kind basically, right? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Straight up anime story. So like there are flashbacks where the other like the other models of her kind also have the big eyes, but the, oh. that's are it. they identical? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. they all look kind of different. Gotcha. They all have their own hairstyles or whatever. We, you only see brief vignettes of them, anyways. Very Japanese manga, all yeah. different hairstyles. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like off the top, I enjoyed this movie so much because it felt like I was watching a live action anime in cool. all of the good things that it entails and all of the bad things that it entails, basically. Fair. Um, so me, I'm a nerdy guy. I grew up watching those kind of shows. You know, so it felt like me like watching a weird Adult Swim random like OVA at <laughs> yeah. like three in the morning. Okay, that's kind of the vibe that I got. Except it was a live action blockbuster. Uh, so yeah, basically rundown. Christoph Waltz is this. Uh, he lives in this uh, this this dystopian cyberpunk city called Iron City. Finds uh, Ailita. Yeah, Iron City. Yeah. Uh, and uh, finds Ailita in this in the in a, in a bunch in a junkyard basically, and okay. builds a new like you know builds a new body for her basically because he's like an engineer. Uh, in this world, everybody is cybernetic, so he's like the guy who fixes everybody. Like yeah. you know, if they have like an like a cybernetic arm, like he like. You know, he he's a good-natured mechanic, I guess, and, and then like you know, they, in the first scene, he fixes some guy's arm. He's like, "Oh, sorry, doc, I can't pay you, but my wife brought some oranges, so you can have these oranges." He's like, "Oh, it's fine, you can pay me later." And it's like, "Okay, whatever, doc." Now whatever. I got very, some oranges. Very okay. very ham-fisted. Christoph Waltz is a good-hearted doctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So just <laughs> so a third Oscar for him. By yes. The way. Yeah. Definitely. Hey man, you know it's not the greatest script in the world by far, but he fucking he he, he delivers what's given to him. It's yeah. Chris like he Waltz. he tries. You know right. he's not he he doesn't look bored. And yeah. That's more than what I can. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Uh, that's all I can ask for. Yeah. You know. Um. There. But basically, uh, he builds a new body for Alita. She has no memory of what she is. She. But you know, over the course of the movie, you find out obviously she's this battle trained robot. Uh, okay. Sent from uh, this this giant hulking city called Zalem. That's that's above the above Zalem. Zalem, yes. Okay. Go on. Um, so yeah, it's just this giant, giant. Taking notes. Yep, yep, yep. You got, dude. The world building in this it's intense. Okay. It, like they try to sell you on this world. I think it works mostly because I'm I'm okay with that anime ass fucking yeah. you know setup. <laughs> City, City of Zalem, way up high, no one ever goes there. All the people live in the slums in Iron City, they want to go up to Zalem, but no one's ever been up there. But Aelita comes from there. She has no memory of her of it, though. So that's like the big mystery hook, I guess. Okay. What's that Matt Damon movie that sounds a lot like yes, this? Uh, Elysium? Elysium, Elysium, yeah. yes. It's similar kind oh. of setup. I would say, hey. I was going the opposite route. Wasn't it the Born Identity? It was the Born Identity. No where he's from? Yes, Wasn't yes. there, uh, oh, Goodwill Hunting? Goodwill <laughs> Hunting, no, 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 bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously Ocean 13. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney shows up very bizarre. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, I will say that, like, uh, comparing that to Elysium, I think the Aelita's world building is way more consistent than Elysium, honestly. Yeah, okay. uh, I was more, I bought into that world, that art style, because I love that gritty cyberpunk look. It's, it felt believable as far as the art style goes, the direction, the costume design, um, the music, it was dope. Um, everybody talking uh, was awful, it was just bad. <laughs> Uh, like the script was just really, really rough. Wait, oh. Everybody talking was awful. Well, not, not the actors. <laughs> no, like the actors. <laughs> so the actors are good. like so like Christoph Waltz and also Rosa Salazar who plays Alita. To, right. to, to their credit, the script that they're given 
they bring it. Like, they, they go for it, and they emote, you know, like, well. But yeah. the, the actual dialogue... They emote. No, 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 no. They, like, they it, spoke it, loudly. They spoke words. No, but, they like, spoke you words, know, yes. Like, the back row could hear them. They don't... They, they're, they're not just monotone, you know? Like, they, they try. And yeah. the, but just some of the lines are just really, really cheesy, you know? Do you have any off the top of your head that you could offer us? Yeah, so there's a scene um, where... Oh, my God. The, the I would say the love interest, the main... There's, like, a there's like a junker guy who's, like, Alita's, like, main love interest. He's awful. He's, like, Disney channel level acting not good uh yeah no nothing good to say about him uh but like there's a scene where like that he's trying to get to zalem as well like he's trying to raise up enough money so like there's mahershala ali he's like he runs the 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 virtual the the, the in-world sport the the motor motor motorball is what it's called that's what you saw in the trailers where yeah 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 why isn't it just called Thunderball? Like, it's yeah, 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 no, it's basically roller derby meets destruction, destruction derby. You know, like it's okay. whatever. But he's like the commissioner of this sport. Yeah, he can, he's the commissioner, so he has connections to Zayla. That's it. his thing. Like, he, oh. he, dude, his, his name's Vec. His character's name is Vector. He's badass as fuck. He has these tinted glasses, and he just like looks all calm and has his arms behind he his back. He reminds and, me of Morpheus. Yes, no, it's like yeah, a, it's like I a bad actual evil Morpheus is yeah. what his look is, yeah, and I'm that. I'm here for it. Wait, he's evil. He's yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry, plot twist. Um, the commissioner, man, you gotta be. He's gotta be evil. He's so, got to be taken on the side. The main boyfriend guy's trying to, is working with him to try to get money. Like he said, Vector tells him, hey, if you give me a million credits, I'll send you up to Zalem, kid. Um, so he, she, Alita has this impassioned, like, speech, like, with him, like, like her heart is, like, her little, little cybernetic heart is what makes her powerful. It's very, okay. like, it's it's ancient technology, blah, 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 blah. No one's seen it in 100 years. It powers her, makes her super, makes her able to do these incredible things. She's like, here, take my heart. I'll have Ito, Christoph Waltz's character, give me a new one. She literally opens her chest and, like, takes her like, I'll give you my heart. And it's like, are we playing this for real? Like, is are we just, is this, is this actual or... What she gave him her heart. I know, and then and it's like like oh, I wanted to claw out my CG enlarged eyes, dude. Like I couldn't handle it. <laughs> um, I'm talking about a lot of shit on this movie. I should talk about the parts they actually really like because I do like a lot of this movie. Um, the action's really well choreographed. The honestly, the visual effects, like it's it. This is this is probably where James Cameron's money comes in. Yeah, it looks really good. Like nice. you know the eye, like. Um, all of these, the like everybody that she fights basically is a cyborg, and okay. all the cyborg designs are real wacky, real out there, and mm-hmm. I'm into it. it. It does scream '90s pulpy anime. Um, okay. This movie gets a lot of mileage for its violence uh, for a PG-13 movie. Like I was going, I was like, oh, this is PG-13. Like I don't know if it's gonna have the same. Dude, there are a lot of kills on screen, and but there it's are a cyborgs, lot of cyborgs, not blood. Exactly. That's how That's they get how away they get with it. it. Yep. All the blood is blue. Um, there you go. Yeah. Who makes it okay? I, it 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 um. It really, it, it, I think how much you like this movie will depend on how much you're in touch with your inner 14-year-old, you know? Okay. Like, 14-year-old me would have loved this movie and, like, would have sung its praises, like, oh, we all gotta go see it or whatever. I liked it as, like, kind of like a nostalgia trip, for weirdly for an anime that I'd never seen or a manga that I'd never read. Uh, it made me want to go back and pick up the, vo- like, check out the volume, so I guess mission accomplished there. Um, Good and, news, I've been called a child recently, so, yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, dude... <laughs> There is a part where Christoph Waltz. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> oh, this is some lady at the grocery store. <laughs> oh, wow. I was, what? I would like jump down the shopping cart and like oh, push it down that. the street, you know? And like yeah. she's like, What are you, a child? You're going to get someone killed. Oh, like, geez. hey, lady, fuck off. Like, yeah, what? Wow. Come are you on. Serious? Yeah. 
That was the thing that happened. That was the thing that happened. Oh my god. So like I said, I got called a child recently. So I love this movie. I do that all the time. That's right. It's the best. Yeah. So like there's a so like I'll say the part that I was sold on basically was about twenty minutes in the film where it's revealed that Christoph Waltz's character is a bounty hunter who by the way are yeah. He's uh, he hunts like you know. Um, Wait, Christoph Waltz is not the bounty hunter. No, he is a bounty hunter. Oh, he is. Yeah, of he is a bounty he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, sure. so in this was he world, a dentist. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a mechanic who's like a robot dentist, basically. Right? I'm, sure fi- I'm, oh sure my God. He, I'm sure he fixes people's robot teeth. Oh uh, goodness. And sure. so basically, like there are these bounty hunters which are called hunter killers. By the way, the word hunter killer is uttered. Like fifty times in this movie, it's amazing. I love it. Um, yeah, Hunter Killer. I don't so know about they that. just find they basically in in Iron City there are no cops, and so just bounty hunters try to take down the the people with bounties on their heads, like the, all the ne'er do wells. And his weapon of choice is a rocket powered scythe. So there's just a scene where he's walking down. A, an alleyway, and it's just him with like a to- like not a top hat, but like you know, like a yeah. like a hat, right? Like and a, a trench coat, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a rocket powered sight, and he is just fucking up this cyborg. And I'm like, I think I really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it um, was then Andre knew. <laughs> yeah, it's, then it's like I'm still a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like fun though. Yeah, it's oh, like, that's, like that's I when mean, I was like, okay, I know exactly what this movie's trying to be, and I'm here for the ride. That you know? explains why, like, it's probably gotten such bad ratings by the critics, but, like, oh, yeah. no, this fans movie is... are, like, enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because, like, critics go in and they're just, oh, yeah, I need to hold this movie to a higher level. Whereas fans are just like, I want to have a good time. Yeah. He has a rocket-powered scythe. Hell yes, let's yeah. go for and, it. And you can just tell that that this movie is made with a lot of heart, like yeah. a lot of reverence for the story. I don't, the I, cyber I'm not familiar. The cyber heart that Yes, yes, it's made oh. with a lot of century-old cybernetic berserker hearts. That she's yeah. a berserker, by the way. That's she's what she's a called. Berserker. That's yeah, her ancient model. Sorry, spoilers again. She's a the berserker model. Wow, it's yeah. a big plot twist. Right? I know, right? I yeah, I know. If I'm, you're watching this for the plot, you should mm, rethink. <laughs> you should uh, rethink your life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. And there's honestly, I'm shitting on the plot, but there's some fun character moments. I was attached to the character. I lead it by the yeah. end. Like I wanted to see where her character arc goes. Uh, they leave a big sequel hook, like a big, big, big sequel hook. Um, Good for them. Yeah. And it seems like they're gonna make the money. I think. I think China's gonna save this movie. I was just looking that up. It looks like they're tracking well. Yeah, Yeah. and this definitely feels like a movie that's gonna do very well in the foreign markets. Like the like. I can see that. It's gonna. I I heard it did gangbusters in China. And it's it's a, it's set to it's coming it's out it's coming okay. it's coming out gotcha. uh, I think this week like this Friday or gotcha. something like that is the official. So Chinese I must release. have read it was like one of the more anticipated movies. Yes, because yeah. this yeah. is China bought. They like, spent they spent the majority of the marketing in China. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. So yeah, no, that yeah, is. like the, and but this did better than expected, I guess, because Fox yeah. sent it off in middle of February for it to die, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, I guess I you know hey I liked it a lot. It's very nerdy, uh, but made with a lot of heart. Prepare like compares very well to other anime adaptations like Ghost in the Shell from last year. Yeah, that was made very cynically. Like I love Ghost in the Shell, the original show, but they're that just movie, trying to like cash grab. You could tell like, that this it, one's exactly like they're he's trying had to cash it for grab. twenty years. He wants to do exactly. It. it was made with a lot of heart, yeah. and I respect it a lot for that. Yeah. So that being said, I I, I don't know where to put this movie because like it's not. A really good movie, but my personal enjoyment is like it's through not through the roof, but I really liked it and I would see it again. I feel a similar way to P- Pacific Rim. If you remember yeah. that movie okay, that came yeah, out yeah. years ago, Absolutely. a lot like that. Yeah. I mean, hugely flawed, but I love that. Anyways, um, so can so, you put a rating on it? Then? I'm, I'm trying to. So I'm wavering a lot. Honestly, I'm just going to lean more towards personal enjoyment on my end. I'm not yes. saying this isn't like my this isn't add this to the new canon or anything, but three and a half severed cybernetic arms out of five. Oh, yeah. All right. Three and a half. And right now, three Oscars in that movie. 
It could be four with Mahershala Lee after Green Book this year. I know. So yeah. that's yeah. incredible. And, hey, again, none of the... Like, they are netting some talent. They are. And Christoph yeah. Waltz, Mahershala Ali, they... they, they they tried, you know, like right. they don't. They don't just phone in. It wasn't like, oh, they're just here for the paycheck. Like, no, like they had fun with it. So, yeah, because my thing is with Christoph Waltz, we've seen him have like colorful characters. Yes, like, uh, Hans Landa certainly, and then his character in Django. Yeah, Doctor uh, Schultz. Yeah, Doctor Schultz. Um, with Mahershala, a lot of his acting's internal. Um, he was very. That's one of the Oscar of Moonlight. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't see him as no, like, that's a why big. We- Villain. I get so it. Yeah, no, that's why it's so hilarious to me because you're right. His, his roles are usually very reserved and very yes. layered. This well, is <laughs> so funny because he's so straight up a bad guy. Yeah. And yeah. also, there. so I guess I'll just spoil the sequel hook. There's like the main villain of the whole entire series. It doesn't cover the whole entire manga series apparently. Sure. It's too long. Um, but there's a main guy. He's called his name is Nova or something. Up on the up on the city, Salem. Salem. And he controls other people's minds. Like he hacks wow. into their cybernetics. Like there's like like so he'll like literally people will like like you know like spasm for a little bit. Their eyes will turn blue, and then Nova, the bad guy, will be speaking through them. So Mahershala Ali has to double between like this this shady like you know uh, Rocket League fixer guy and like this monotone Rocket League. <laughs> and this monotone like cyber bad guy you know and That's he just awesome. he just plays those two roles like perfectly he, he switches on a dime and it's so cheesy i loved it it was so dumb. that's awesome i love to hear when actors just have fun yeah like he's right. clearly That's like awesome. having a good time like yeah yeah, yeah. all right there you go. that's Ilya. i guess since t-dog's not here and mm. they ghost or oh, he's murder dead. he's dead a murder trial or just explosive diarrhea yeah. mm-hmm. which killed Yes, uh, which you can vote for again on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag G4AM. Oh, you got that social media engagement down. Yes. Uh, so, Mike, you lost. I did. Yes. <laughs> we played. Uh, we played Goldeneye, and uh, I couldn't get him. In, like, I couldn't get the inverted control. After what felt like hours. Yeah. Dude, that was a long challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So I tried to put the video together. Uh, this is actually another thing that we'll we'll let you behind the curtain for. We are no longer going to put together videos. Oh, um, I mean, how oh, cool. <laughs> Golden I killed it. It yeah. really just killed it. Um, it was a 15-minute video before I went and edited, and basically I didn't want to spend money on video editing software, if you want to know the cold hard truth. Oh, wow. So you're just going to have to take our, our word at it. We're going to do challenges still. We're going to change the challenge up, challenges up. We might have some audio stuff so you can hear the challenge and everything like that, um, depending on the challenge. But for the most part, you're just going to have to take our word. We're going to do challenges. We're going to have losers. They are going to be who is the actual loser. It's not like we're going to play and then just say this person's a loser. Although this week, T-Dog may be the loser. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I lost in GoldenEye. Fair and square. The movies we were suggesting from the actual theater... Were uh, <laughs> what men want and isn't it romantic? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard decent things about isn't it romantic. Yes, right? me too. Yeah, yeah. so Which I thought that like, was too good. Kind of disqualified it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then my buddy said that what men want is hysterical. It's not good, but, but like it's you would enjoy it too much. Yeah, yeah, you can be expecting dumb comedy and get through it. We're we're not allowing so bad it's good territory here. Basically, is that no? Out? So out. the room no. is out. Unless we're going to do collective. We should do, we should do, we should do a collective. We're going to do a collective. Yeah. So honestly, we need to. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, uh, we might do another for Manborg because Manborg's awesome. Okay. Manborg and Rocky Horror. If we're able yes. to see a midnight screening. I oh, think that's that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. So 
Those two are out, basically, is what we decided. Okay. So I went to Netflix and found this list that has the worst Netflix movies, and I gave it to you guys to vote. And whatever you decided, that's what I would watch. It ended up with Leo the Lion. Aw. Sounds adorable. Yeah, sounds great. It's from Italy. Okay. Wow, another, another foreign, foreign film. film. Another foreign film. We're wow. so cultured It is here. approved goodness. and made by the uh, Italian Minister of Culture. Oh, goodness. Okay. And I have never oh, said IMC, this about yeah. anybody, mm-hmm. but he deserves to be fired. Aw. He deserves <laughs> to lose his job. Okay. Leo the Lion is a story oh, about a vegetarian lion mm. who has to find the heart of the jungle. Okay, so... What does that good. mean? Yeah, yeah what exactly. Do you like? So, not only does it, like, steal plot points from Lion King, where, like, his mom dies. Okay. Um, right. Holding on to, like, a cliff, and then falls into the water, and then, like, suffocates. Oh, like, and, and then the underwater wildebeests murder his yeah, mom? Like is that, is that, is no, that, no, yeah, no, yeah. but it was just, she, she just close drowns. Yeah, right. She falls off a cliff, that's all you need to know. Okay. Um... She says before she falls off the cliff, find the heart of the jungle, Leo. Oh. You have to do it. Oh, no wow. Yeah. Like, like, is she saying a mid-fall, like, find the heart of the jungle? Pretty much, oh. yes, exactly like that. Wow. What a watching off point for this film. Yes. Yeah, okay, very <laughs> dynamic shot I have in my head right now. And Leo is, like, misunderstood. He is a vegetarian. No <laughs> lions are vegetarians. And... If this movie wanted to make a point about vegetarianism, which is fine and dandy, I don't care if you make that point. I'm not going to follow it, but whatever. Uh, if you want to make that point, don't make Leo look so malnourished. Dude looks like he's gonna fall over in okay, any minute. Yeah, I was gonna say like we saw, we watched a 40 second clip of yes. what was apparently the ending. The I end of the movie. Not seem like the ending. Yes, but I was gonna make a comment that he seemed very uh, svelte. Yes, before. he is very malnourished. And he's that. The entire movie. The entire movie. Yeah. Wow. It's not just like he lost all this because he was on this journey. He's always been a tiny lion compared to the rest of the lions. And you see his rib cage and all that. Like, this looks yeah. unhealthy. Yes, mm. this yes. is bad. This oh, yes. Is, this so is it does not look like a ringing endorsement for vegetarianism. Is what right, exactly. Okay. And so, like, if you made that point, like, make him look like a normal lion. Yeah, Stop, yeah, or, yeah. Or make him big and strong. stronger yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Make him swole. But they're... Put, they're <laughs> They're proving a point by the fact that at the end of the movie, he has to face against this stronger animal who knows he's a vegetarian, basically. That's the whole gimmick. I know your one weakness. You don't eat meat. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So there's an elephant. Yeah, sorry. I, was, I actually uh, really performed it. And I was the in blanks the, here. Yeah. So I was part of the English dub. Yeah, I was the... <laughs> part of the English dub. <laughs> so Leo goes off, and he finds this elephant that is, like, about to have birth to twins. Mm. Okay. And he needs to help her. And she's just like, I don't trust you. You're a lion. And then she goes into the... Reveals this backstory where her husband was kidnapped by poachers to take to a zoo. Oh. And this other elephant, uh, Maximus, the elephant... Maximus Elefante, actually, is oh, his name. Oh, no. Okay. Yes. There's Maximus Elefante, hmm. uh, who betrays the other elephant that's this elephant's husband. Eli Font. Eli Font. Uh, Eli, Eli Font. Font. You get it, Andre? I don't. You get I, it? You're going to have to spell it out. Elephant. Yeah. Elephant. Eli Font. Eli Font. Eli Font. Oh, I get it. He's back. He so he it. betrays him, and he gets taken to the zoo. <laughs> so that... Uh, Maximus Elefante can marry the female elephant. Wow. Okay. There's some political drama going on. Yes. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's definitely a political drama. This is part of the movie? Yes. (laughs) And uh, Uncle Lope, 
the antelope that is friends oh with Eli. Oh my god. Uncle Lope? <laughs> yes, he's friends with Leo. Oh. Um, and he looks awful. Uh, let me show you. I'll show you guys a picture you sure? later. Okay. But um, yeah, he looks awful. Uncle Lope. Uncle Lope, the Uncle antelope. Uncle Lope. Yeah. Is he, he's not his wait, wait, wait. Is there, is no, there, is there, okay. is there, does he have a wife named Antelope? Like, that's a layup, yeah. right? Yeah, like, that is an absolute layup. He was layup. never married. But oh. oh. That is a missed opportunity. <laughs> like, it would have made this movie they were better. going for. Nope. Like, oh, okay. Yep, they, well. they missed an opportunity there, and I'm so disappointed mm-hmm. now that you pointed that yeah, out. This garbage already. I, wow. So, basically, Leo helps his elephant. Kids are born. They think Leo is the dad. What? Uh, so, oh. they follow him. And then this fire happens. And so the kids get split off. Leo gets split off with them. And the mother elephant is with the elephants and trying to find them. And Maximus is just like, you're weak. I'm going to find them. And then if I find them, you marry me so I can be king. Oh, that's elephants. how that works. Okay, wait. Hold where does the part where the lion is vegetarian come into play? Yeah, it doesn't. Like, I don't. Okay. It does not. Okay. I mean, oh. at the like, end... Like, does he ever, like, say, like, like, or do they ever get hungry? Like, oh, I could really go for some rabbit. No, let's eat carrots instead. <laughs> well, there's a point that sure, I'm, I'm getting to. Africa. Well, okay, yeah, you're right. That's, that, that's <laughs> on me. That's on me. So, um, he's, like, eating grass the whole way, basically, as they're looking for the heart of the jungle. They pick up more baby animals. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. The yeah. heart of the jungle. Yeah, heart yeah, of the jungle. yeah, yeah. heart of the jungle. That's right. That's the main... Gotcha. So, he is eating grass along the way. The rest of the kids are like, we're not eating grass, we're not vegetarians, blah, blah, blah. The two elephants that are tied together by the tail, uh-huh. mind you, so they can't go anywhere without the other because yeah. they do like the, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. I hope that translates. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's <laughs> great for audio. <laughs> um, and then they pick up a baby monkey, Aww. a baby jaguar, no, Ooh. Mm. tiger, maybe, I don't know. And then a baby zebra. Yeah. And so they're going and they're trying to find the heart of the jungle. And our uh, Uncle Lope is with them too. And like he's just like, Leo's going to find the heart of the jungle. This is fine, whatever. So uh, Leo's eating grass. They're hungry. They find a zebra. Great. Okay. They kill it. And so Uncle Lope puts up a distraction. So Leo comes behind it, turns around, scares the zebra. Zebra gets tabletopped by Uncle Lope. <laughs> and basically they're just like, sorry we scared you. I'm a vegetarian. We need milk. Oh. The baby animals start suckling <laughs> on the zebra. Whoa. 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 What? Like straight up grapes of wrath shit? Just like, straight up. Whoa. So like a baby monkey is just feeding on the zebra milk. Okay. So Leo's not a vegan. Yeah, he's not a vegan. <laughs> They never showed him doing it, but they insinuated it. Uh, yeah, he must imply like he just like cracks open and like some eggs, makes an omelet halfway through. Yeah, like, oh, it's still vegetarian. So mind you, during this movie, like I'm getting all this vegetarian beat over the head with me. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, you know what? I need pork chops. So I just started making pork chops. I had two pork chops during this vegetarian line movie. Excellent. Defiance at its best. Exactly. Yeah, fight the power. Um, they fight some hyenas. Oh, right. Nice. Uh, a la Lion King. Yes. The hyenas might have been taken directly from Lion King. They look like them. There's one with like a Hispanic accent. Oh, and like oh, they God. do like the... <laughs> look yeah, like oh, yeah, bird yeah, voice yeah. is one of them. It's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they basically just took them straight from Lion sure, King and said, right. all right, Leo the Lion. So, so this is an Italian film, right? Yep. You, you, it's you, in you, English. You, you watched it dubbed in English. No. Oh, or, or it was this originally... in English. It made it in English? Yeah. Yes. Or, okay. Well, at least I think so. It may have been dubbed. Okay. 
it probably was dubbed because yeah. the animation I was definitely say, doesn't follow the 40 words. seconds we saw looked fucking it looked pretty dubbed. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it probably was dubbed. Okay. Um so finally they get to the heart of the jungle which is guarded by Oh, so it's a place. Yes. So it's not a metaphor. So is it like a vegan smoothie is, shop or no, what or, It's okay. just the middle of the jungle. It is a Whole Foods. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh, I forgot the most important part. Leo's no. scared of water. Uh-huh. I mean that makes sense, because I guess, because his, his mom died. All right, there's oh, some, yeah, like all right, like yeah, that's right, fine. So I'm that, okay with that. How yeah. does that influence him? So yeah. basically, uh, it influences him because he never drinks water. Oh, what, okay, what, time. Oh, okay. That you didn't, I didn't know you meant that afraid. It's of water. like it's like, like insinuated that he has he never gone eat, by water. Can he just eat ice? Maybe like is no, it? A, a, I don't know. <laughs> is he maybe. afraid of all fluids? Uh, I guess I don't know. So is he just dehydrated? Yeah, well, that might be it, man. That makes sense. Like it's still. I don't know. Maybe he has to eat celery for the water content. You guys are asking a lot of questions. I'm just trying to find the... I don't know. Logic? Yeah. There is no logic. You're you're finding logic in an illogical movie. Uh, Okay, so he goes to the heart of the jungle, which is an actual place. Yes. Okay. Guarded by a chameleon. Okay. That can change its face to mimic animals. Oh, sure. Okay, Because why not? Because why not? I'm in it. By the way, Uncle Lope's in love with it. (laughs) <laughs> Uncle Lope, I want to fuck that chameleon. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It gets better. Oh, God. Does he fall in love with it for it as a chameleon or for how it looks? And it's and it's singing number that it has. Oh, God. Okay. That's how they get like, you. They're singing chameleons, number. man. Yeah. Okay, so that's why it's kind of logical that the elephants think that Leo's the baby. Yes. Or the, the father. The, the, the father, father yeah. of these kids. Um, That's so, fucking weird. Yeah. Um, so they find out that the heart of the jungle is like this big lake, and the lake is inside of us all along. The lake? Is the heart of the jungle. What? Yes. They literally... What do you mean the lake inside of us The lake of inside of us, like what? I guess face your fears. That's the best I can do, but I don't know. Face your fears... <laughs> I really don't know. They don't address oh, it again. Oh, because he's facing his fears and his fears oh, are So what does he lake? do with his lake? Does so Leo they like go something? swimming and they like all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. He goes swimming. Yes. That's how he faces his fear. It's yeah. not oh. out of like to save one of the elephants. Nope. So the real heart of the jungle were the lakes that we swam across along the way? Is Pretty that much. The... Okay. Yep. Wow. And so all after right. he leaves, they take in the jaguar and the monkey and then Uncle Lope's just like, I'm going to stay here because the chameleon... Uh, because um, he wants to look, man. He yeah. wants to get laid. Most but then time. Maximus yeah. finds Leo and the baby elephants. Okay. And it's just like, I'm going to take them back and there's nothing you can do because you're a vegetarian. Meanwhile, oh, the mother no. elephant comes by and just like, I thought you were friends with me. Like, Leo, you're the worst because oh. you were going to eat my babies because that's what Maximus has had her believe. Oh. So then comes... They come back to the elephant tribe. He's, like, depressed and going, like, and uh, Uncle Lope dies Uh, 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 because uh, Maximus attacked him. Oh, whoa, Maximus. What the hell? hell? But then the chameleon somehow brings him back to life. So Uncle Lope's still alive. Okay, great. And then Leo goes to the elephant tribes and is like, I gotta tell you, Maximus doesn't care about the kids. He's bullying them. And he just lied to you. I was friends with them. Like, I was, they think I'm their daddy. And, like, the kids run over. And, like, the mom's just like, yeah, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then these poachers come and they just leave Maximus out to dry. So he gets, like, poached because he's a white elephant. Huh. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, uh, but he gets taken to parties. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He gets taken to the zoo. Oh. That's what they. Wow. All right. All the forced like commentary. We're hitting all those notes right now. Yep. It's very good. And then we jump into it. Flashes forward to the future where Leo is teaching other yeah, animals. Yeah. Future. Right. Yeah. That was another, another box of check. There's no need for this, by the way. Yeah. It doesn't sound like there's any need for this movie. Yeah, no right, 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 right. <laughs> but Leo is teaching other animals about uh, vegetarianism. Uh. And then it flashes out, or like it zooms out. And you realize the t- children he's teaching are half elephant, half lion. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> no! Oh, what? God. Oh, God! He was what? the dad! He no! was the dad! He became the dad. Oh, God. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, and there's no need for it. There's no need, because then after he teaches it, it goes back to present day and just, like, glosses over it. Like, nothing happens. Wait, 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 wait. Like, this is the finale. Like, it goes back to the present. It goes back to the present, and then this monkey starts singing this song about vegetarianism. Oh, and is that with the part that we watch probably? And that's yeah. the part you watch. I'm a vegetarian, not a veterinarian. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't say, yes. I didn't say Dude, veterinarian. fucking flames. Hell fucking so yeah. Bad. Dropping Dude. the hottest song. So bad. Of, when did this movie come out? 2017? 2005. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Because oh. I was going to say, the animation looked pretty poor. It well, was bad. yeah, but I mean, like, that, that doesn't mean anything. It could have been made, like, last week. We don't know. That's the thing. Obviously, if it was made last week, it would be even more damning, but 2005. Yeah. 2005, I'm actually, 2005. like, somewhat impressed that it made it not. look that good. No, I'm not. Should not. It looked bad, but, like... Guys, The Incredibles came out, I think, the year before. It did, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did. yeah. Well, okay, but this probably had, like, a 50th of the budget, <laughs> you know? Like... <laughs> They had the culture minister on their side. Yeah, they okay. could have gotten more money. I feel yeah. like Pixar probably has more than the entire GDP of Italy. Like, come on. I like. d- don't care though. I mean, like, yeah. they could have made better than what that was. I don't think so. Well, okay. Hey, hey, hey. There's great Italian cinema in this world, and Leo the Lion is not. Yeah, no, it no, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not one of the greats. Uh, I I will suggest that I have watched the worst movie on Netflix. I don't believe that, but. Well, I I can't refute I can't, it. I can't refute it. I guess because right, I'm never gonna watch we, there, it. We gotta go deeper, is what I'm saying. There's T-Dog. there's there's so T Dog like Inception. Like there's multiple levels. There's multiple this? levels. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So T Dog sent like a message saying like there's no way it's worse than Holmes and Watson. I submit as bad as Holmes and Watson is. Yeah. yeah. I think this is worse. I mean. Yeah, because at, at least you have star power. With right. Will Ferrell, right. Right. You right. can at least Dr. like. Riley. Yeah. Like, as much as he said there was no comedy in the movie, I still feel like you can find something funny out of it. Yeah. This, I found more funny because of the fact that there's elephant lion babies. Like, you know, it's they're sucking at a zebra's tit. Did you laugh yeah. or did you have the same reaction me and Andre just I literally had, like, the jaw drop, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. God. Mm. Um, so it sounds like you watched a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I, know, I know you're, like, hanging on my every word for mm-hmm. rating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know how you said last time uh, that you made a movie, you get half a star. Or yeah, because it's it's incredibly difficult to make a movie, just in general. Yeah, like how long did it take a lead to get made? Like to be honest, twenty years probably. You yeah, know? like so it's it's hard. Time and, the right, and that's so. James Cameron behind it. Yep. Anyway, understood. This is still getting a zero. Ooh, wow! This is our first zero. The our first, first zero. Zero, wow. zero half elephant, half lion babies oh, out of five. Oh my god! What a gross reminder. Of yeah. What yeah. This movie out Jesus. Of yeah. Just go back and horrors. listen to that, and you'll remember and be like, "This movie, Eldritch oh, Abominations." Yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. Uh, so now we'll go to our favorite uh, segment. Um, 
anything you guys are excited about in the next upcoming weeks are not excited about or I'll start um, while Andre looks his answer up. No, yeah. I know I, I know what I'm going to talk about. I just don't know how I feel about it. So, but anything go ahead. anything okay. that gets you motivated one way or the other. You know, this is going to be the first non-pretentious suggestion that I have, and it's the Lego Movie Two. Yeah, I'm very excited to see the You're Lego gonna, Movie yeah. Two. Okay. Um, so I absolutely love the original. Um, I thought it was very heartfelt. The animation was amazing. How they got all the little details. How. Legos get jagged over time and all that. Mm-hmm. You, you guys saw it. it it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's like pseudo stop animation in the most charming way possible. Absolutely. Right. And Plus I thought the touch it was of an like, achievement. The touch of like the dad and everything. Like yeah. That. yeah. And like, oh, yeah. It, it all is, makes sense. It's all glorious. Yes. And I have no expectation for it to even come close to the first movie. No. That's how sequels work. But at the same time, I really enjoyed the Lego Batman movie. I did yes. not see uh, Ninjago. Ninjago. No. Uh, but the fact that it spurned two other movies in that universe before the proper sequel, yeah, that shows a lot. And yeah. I feel like the creative team behind it, at least from an animation standpoint, really knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited, at least for the visual feast. And I, th- you know, Chris Pratt's the lead. Why not? Yeah. I'm gonna have a good time watching no, this thing. He's the lead I, and another like, like, character. I was, like it's, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I was, and I mentioned that that was my movie that I was looking forward to last week. But the reason, like, I was like thinking, like, oh, am I gonna talk? Am I gonna go see Lego Movie Two? Am I gonna go see I Lead? And I feel like I was more curious. Of, like, I didn't know yeah. if I was gonna like that or not. But I know Lego Lego Movie Two to me is a known quantity. I know I'm gonna enjoy it. You know? Yes, exactly. So it's gonna be. Charming. I'm ready to get lost in that world. Again. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I'm excited to go back to it. The last. Time was with Will Arnett with the Lego Batman movie, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still in too, isn't it? Uh, probably. I, think, I, I, don't I, think, see why I feel like he's in the trailer from it. Yeah. I think he's right. the funniest character. He in absolutely that. is. So, oh my god! Absolutely. Um, so Lego Batman or Lego Batman Lego movie too. Very excited to see that. Andre, what, uh, what are you looking for? I I'm looking forward slash nervous about How to Train Your Dragon. Three. I don't actually know the real title. That's what I was trying to look up. I think I think that's what it is, right? Is it no, actually, no, the, it's like the an, Lost World extra, or something yeah, like lost, that? Okay. The, the Hidden World or The Hidden like World. That. Yeah, yeah. something kind of generic sound. I'm going to be honest. Anyways, yeah. I am a huge fan of uh, the first two movies, and I went into the second one with little expectations. Uh, not little, but like lesser, because like, okay, it's a sequel, whatever. Right. And I ended up liking that one better than the first, you know? Yeah. And to me, like, I don't know if I needed another movie in that series, right? Um, to me, I feel about I feel about this movie similarly to how I felt about Toy Story three when that was about to come out. Yeah. you know, like not knowing right. that movie. We at don't all. need this movie. Yes, like right. I was like, I'm not a little skeptical. I'm like, I'll go see it. I'm excited to see it, but I don't know if we need it. Obviously, right. Toy Story three is the best case scenario for that. Right, I yeah. love that. I was it's freaking amazing. oh my god. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, I'm I don't know. I've I've heard the critical reception to this one is a little more tepid, a little bit like still enjoyable, yeah. but like not as much as the as the other one. So. I'm curious about it, and I hope I really like it. But I, I'm trying to go in with muted, like cautiously optimistic. I guess is the yeah. word. We need to rewatch number two, yes, just so I can catch up. Okay, and then we'll watch number three. Okay, because I'm actually really excited to see that too. Yeah, um, and I've I think... seen none of these. Really, really, I, I think not. you'd enjoy them. This... I, I know yeah. I would. It's just I don't know what it was, but somehow, some way, I just missed them. Sure, and, you it. know, and it was it was for both of them because mm-hmm. like when the second one came out, they put. The first one on FX, so I could have sat there and watched it, right, and, like yeah. caught up, and then I didn't, and then I missed the second one, and it was just like, oh, now we're at the third one. I still haven't seen the first two. Yeah, right. Like, what What am I? I, doing? I mean, I missed the first one in theaters. My 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 college friends didn't make me watch it because they loved it, and I was like, oh, okay, and I'm down. So yeah. that was what that's what got me to like, okay, I need to see the second one in theater. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, hey, we should watch both of them. I I think they're great. 
Great movies, honestly. For my money, I love the design of the dragons because it goes beyond the typical look of yes. like, the wings and all that. Like right. dragons are come in all different shapes and sizes, right. and that's as part very of the creative fun. design. Yeah, yeah seeing how different they are. I mean, I I want to see them. Like I, I do. It's just it's one of those movies that just has always escaped me. I also want to see Lego Movie too. Like you guys have nailed it on movies that uh, you want to see. I want to see. Uh, I'm going to talk about a movie I'm a little worried about. Well, uh-huh. not little worried about. I'm worried about. Okay. Full on. Uh-huh. And it's got me going the opposite way. Um, you guys are excited about these movies. I am dreading a movie. Okay. Called okay. Run the Race. Run the Race. Yes. Run the Jewels is a great rap duo. Dude, uh, yes, I agree yeah. with that. <laughs> this is and not that's so my much. input for this conversation. <laughs> this is a, like, it, it appears like a Christian movie. You know, uh, you know okay. what I'm talking yeah. about, like that kind of like, thing. Uh, God's, God's not, not dead. dead and all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like those kind of movies. Um, this is one of those. It is produced by Tim Tebow and his brother. Oh, oh, I've seen the trailer. Oh, yeah. I've seen the trailer. Yeah. Oh, this one. Oh, okay. I am submitting that it might be our terrible movie. Not because it's a terrible movie, but just making somebody sit through something that's going I to would, be a sermon. If I lose, right. if I lose this challenge, then yes, that will be my terrible. I will, I will gladly watch that as my terrible movie yeah. because I know I will hate it because yeah. I hate those kind of movies. So. I hate those kind of movies. Let's yeah. go. Let's go over the plot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Give me, uh, give, give us the synopsis. Well, you know from a plot perspective. Uh, it's a brother. Uh, it's a set of brothers. They have lost their parents. Mm. Yes. I don't remember how, but they've lost their parents. The one brother is like, I'm going to play football really well because <laughs> because then I can get a scholarship and then we can get out of here. I oh. want that to be a dialogue, like a line of dialogue in this movie. I want to play football really well so we can get out of here. Well, basically, so this he's... This is like drunk history. The sad yeah. part is you could flop Eilita and say, I, I want to play motorball really well so we can get up to Zalem. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But yeah, it's really laying it out for us. Yeah. So he wants to play football really well so he can get a scholarship so him and his brother can get out of their town. And basically he succumbs to this injury. Mm. And so he can't play football anymore. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, no, we're stuck. Well, I'm going to put my faith in the Lord and I'm going to try to be a track star. Mm. And so this is the other brother. No, this is the same brother. This is the same brother got hurt. hurt? And he, now he wants to He can't track. use his arm or oh, something. But he can, but still, he can run. still run. God, yeah, sure. damn. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Or maybe... <laughs> just throw out a southern accent. <laughs> I think that was... I can no. still run with the legs. God bless me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was thinking that was uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. But uh, God? Or no, not Mr. No, Poopy Butthole. No, 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 Damn! Oh, yeah. God. Tune in next week for a Rick and Morty podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rick loved hey. Newt, by the way. He did. He, he did. did. He didn't care for Morty. Uh, no, Common no. loved Noob Noob. No. What? Common loved Noob Noob. Common yeah. did? Common. Yeah. The rapper? Did you not see the end of that episode? Logic. Logic. Oh, Logic. Yeah, yeah, Logic. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Common Logic. Common yeah, Logic. Yeah, yeah. Common yeah. Logic. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm from Chicago. Common's from Chicago. Yeah. That's why I got it. Yeah, right. Yep, yep, yep. Damn it, I need to edit this. So, so, so run, Tebow, run, or whatever the name of the movie uh, is. Run the race. Run the race. That's it. Run yeah. the jewels. Uh, yeah, I'm putting that in as a terrible <laughs> if, movie What if they just play that song like halfway through? Like, play like, the their, their tracks. Right? Yeah. Run them jewels fast. 
Yeah, man. Get Killer dude. Mike on there. I, yeah. I think it needs to include bicycle race just because of the word race in it. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. That was yeah. good. Actually, I don't think bicycle race was in that movie. It was not. No, nope. it was not. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, like yeah. I'm not I a think huge that's, fan that's of a weird, that song. That's a weird one for that. <laughs> <laughs> like I actually like that song. I think it's funny just sure. because when we get to the part where it's like. The, all the bike bells and everything, and then it's the, such a weird song. Yeah, it's it, oh, it's really weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is a very bizarre song, but they were a weird band. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. No. They, they took risks. Yeah, for sure. Be, yeah, yeah, they took risks. Bohemian Rhapsody, great movie. I was, it was I fine. Was, I was okay. It was fine. It was a like Rami Malik is sick. Yeah. Yep. The, it was just like a typical biopic. Yeah. Um, my whole thing was um, everyone loves Queen. I think anyone who has a pair of ears. And grew up listening at least to some of their songs. Will enjoy the songs in the movie. Yep. Yeah. Um, but as much as everyone else loves Queen, you know who loves them even more, Mike? Queen. The band Queen. Yeah. <laughs> right. <Is that> Queen. <laughs> yeah. The the surviving members of the band are the executive still producers. Touring. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're still touring with is it Adam, Adam Lambert? Lambert. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, wow. so not Adam Lambert. He was not producing on this film. No. But the original members who are still around, they produced it, which. Obviously, when you watch the movie, you can tell. Yeah. Everyone is getting close-ups. The movie had the stakes so low where just basically all the triumphs for Queen was put out in full display. And there was this one guy who ruined everything with Freddie Mercury. And then Freddie came back for Live Aid, which, by the way, was a total failure until Queen came up on stage and played their set. And then suddenly Live Aid was a success. Right. Right. Come on, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a fun movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, should it be nominated for Best Picture? No. no. Uh, but Rami no. Malek was fun as hell to watch. I think yeah. he should get Best Actor, I think in my win. opinion. Because, yeah, he, yeah, he's really good in it. Uh, fun fact for you guys. Yeah. I saw uh, We Will Rock You, the musical. Okay. Uh, when we were in London, uh, we oh, saw fun. it. And it was the actual, like, guitarist from Queen was there that night. Oh, and, fun. And, like, he performed all the music and stuff. It was kind of a no cool little thing. Yeah, huh. it was really kind of cool. That's pretty rad. Um, musical, same thing. They yeah. kind of just tried to put a thing on there. Yeah. You know, yeah. the music's great. Yes. Uh, all the music was Queen songs, and, like, it's almost every big song or whatever, and, yeah. like, they try to get it in. Story? Crazy. Crazy. Uh, mm. Yeah. Dead musicians, music's banned in the future. Uh, oh, God. So this has get, nothing to do with, like, it's like, just, They try to get the Bohemians to sing their Rhapsody. Oh, God. So it's like, not, it's not, it's not Queen dialogue. story. It's a musical no, it's with a, a musical, made-up story yeah. with Queen soundtrack yeah. kind of. What, what was it? What was there was like there was a they, they, it was like a feature film with Rock Beatles. of Ages, right? No, 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 uh, no, no. Uh, Across the Universe. Yes, yes. thank yeah. you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was obviously like obviously Across the Universe much more sensical than Across the Universe like, was much better. Yeah. Um, we will rock you. Was, music was great. That's yeah. all I can say. But yeah, yeah, we will rock you. Will not turn into a movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that'll do it for us this week. Um, do you guys have any closing thoughts? Um, I really hope Kevin um, is found not guilty. Um, or survives his diarrhea attack. I mean, T Dog. I mean, if T Dog gets off trial, I just, I or just hope, survives. I just hope that the American justice system prevails. You know. Okay. And wow. if he did it, you know, hope I never see him again. Okay. Wow. Kevin. Yeah. Hard stance. I guess I will say I hope T Dog kind of pets cemeteries and comes back to life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh yes. That no, would make it so much. That. That'd make it so much more interesting. <laughs> pet cemetery coming out this summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Saw that, saw that trailer. Hey, oh boy. I'll throw it. I'll throw it in. Let's You'll go. throw it a bone. I'll throw. Oh. oh. <laughs> On that note, that'll do it for Mitchell Andre. 
T-Dog, non-present, and myself, Mike. We'll see you next time on Game for a Movie. Woo!